Sports Reporter places the blame for all of this squarely on you, the viewers. Uh, would you say we'd be venturing into a zone of danger? It doesn't matter what you think! You're listening to the Our Take Podcast with Brian Sherman. He had a full head, you know, all the way till the end. It was white, and I was hoping to get that. I was hoping to get, like, the full head and... Uh, it was really hard to cut it off. And Spencer Rogers. To be a good pilot, you have to be able to make good decisions. And I know what my credit score is, so I know I don't make good decisions. This is the Our Take Podcast. From Scary Parrot Media Studios in Ogden, Utah, it's the Our Take Podcast, episode 67. I'm Brian. I'm Spencer. Welcome to the show, everybody. It is Friday the 13th. Is it? It is. Wow. It's Friday and it's September the 13th. On this day in history, the first recorded automobile fatality in the United States takes place. Oh, on Friday the 13th, huh? I don't know if it was a Friday, but what year do you think it was? Automobile? Yeah. I don't know, like 1913, 1912, 1899. Oh. Henry H. Bliss was struck by a taxi cab. So it would have been Friday the 13th if it was 99, right? Let's let's look. September thirteenth, eighteen ninety-nine day. It was a Wednesday. Well, Leap year screws still everything. Wednesday up. the thirteenth though, I yeah. mean <laughs> Yeah. Um What do we got? <laughs> Something just happened to my headphones. Oh, okay. Well, um There we go. So uh, you know how uh I don't pay for cable because that's insane. Right. Uh, but my sister does, and she has kindly provided me with her passwords. Yes. So that I can watch everything online. Oh my gosh. Sorry. I just thought of something. Go ahead. What? <laughs> no, go ahead. Okay. <laughs> Did you just remember that you can cancel your cable subscription? <laughs> <laughs> no. I just thought of I just thought of something, a show I've been watching, but go ahead. Oh, okay. So uh, I have been re watching The Simpsons on the FXXXX app. And uh, I was watching uh, an episode where um, Marge and Homer and the kids go to a uh, a bookstore that is selling out all their books, and Homer finds a um, a Duff book of world records. Okay, <laughs> and so they start talking about the Duff book of world records, and I'm like, wait a minute, wait just a gosh darn minute. And this may be one of those things that everybody knew but me, but I did some Googling, and it turns out that Guinness Beer and Guinness Book of World Records are connected. No way. Yes. I did not know that. Did you not? It's crossed my mind before, Uh but it was fleeting. It was always like, nah. So originally it was invented or created by, I think it was the president of Guinness Beer in the 70s or... So they were... Actually, it might have been the 50s. They were drunk and like... Well, Look yeah. At the cool stuff well, people can do. Basically, no. Basically, they were it was they were in a bar and they were just like um, it was discussion. Like, I wonder who has the the longest, great, the longest yeah, yeah, the biggest wiener or whatever. That was the first one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> probably. And so he's like, uh, "I'm going to go ahead and do this book." <laughs> and so Guinness got behind it, I guess. And, what year was this? Oh. <laughs> I should have known you were going to ask me that. I thought you said already. I, I can't remember if it was the 70s or the 50s. Oh, 55. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. So there's been a book every year? for. Uh, yeah, there huh. has. 
Um, but they have parted ways, Guinness and Guinness, Book of World Records. Okay. But I just uh, – I, I, I never made that connection until I realized that Duff, which is the beer on – on the Simpsons, they they were right. parodying the Guinness Book of World Records, and I was like, "What? Wait a minute! Right. <laughs> is this is this real?" So uh, well, yeah, just, fun fact: the Simpsons predict things, and we yeah, learn know. things. I know. From I've, the Simpsons. I've learned a lot Simpsons. from the Simpsons. <laughs> the Simpsons. <laughs> uh, no, so you subscribe to Showtime to get the free trial. Yeah, and then I watch. What did I watch? Um, president cartoon president yeah our cartoon president and the fox news one yeah anyway so but that made me realize that hey i have showtime oh so i went and you know logged in the app my apple tv Uh uh-huh and i found sasha baron cohen doing who is america oh have you not seen that i've seen him on youtube but i've have you ever watched the full episodes yeah i've watched i i signed up with a different email (laughs) last year to watch it holy (laughs) shit Yeah. That is crazy. Uh, it's it's nuts. So for, it got a lot of people in trouble and fired. Yeah. And uh, so he has what four characters? Yeah, they're, one they're, who is they're not like, his best characters, if I'm being honest. But well, I, I like the the the, the uh, soldier from. That's Israel. the only one that I really like. The except when he plays that uh, the prisoner artist from England. Oh yeah, he oh. he pretends to be this artist that draws stuff with his poop yeah. and with his semen. <laughs> yeah. And he goes to an art gallery and is talking to the curator there. Uh-huh. And he pulls out a brush, a yeah. paintbrush that he has fashioned in its hair. And he says, this is made with the pubic hair of artists. <laughs> this woman proceeds to go to the bathroom oh. and then later comes back to her desk to get a butter sample with, <laughs> with craft scissors that are at her desk. She turns her back to the camera and cuts a lock of her pubes. A lock. And hands them to Sasha in character as if he's going to glue them to this brush that he uses to paint that's made from the pubes of other artists. Right. That was the most – I mean, they're all mind-boggling. He interviewed uh, Bernie Sanders, Ted Koppel, Uh Dick Cheney. Dick Cheney was – that was – Dick Cheney's a, Dick Cheney's a pro man. Yeah. He was just like, mm, yep, that's yeah. right. Yeah, like that one was the most baffling to me. Mm-hmm. You know, I how he even got an interview with Dick Cheney? No, no, no. I, <laughs> that that whatever. He's got money. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm talking about getting a woman. Oh, <laughs> he didn't even ask. He just said it's made from, Dude, and she volunteered. People are. When people get on the camera, man, they do. Oh my do, gosh, they do. Uh, and he goes to that the was bathroom. not the most ridiculous thing that was on there. So, the guy that uh, pulled his pants down. And, oh my, yeah. He's he. So that one of his characters is he plays an ex Mossad Israeli yeah uh, soldier uh-huh. teaching conservatives <laughs> how to avoid Muslims yeah. and stuff like that. And one of them, he makes them. He says that if you pull your pants down. And back your butt into yeah because they don't have gay sex a member of ISIS that they'll think they're yeah that they turn gay if you, yeah. anyway <laughs> I haven't watched all of it because Ashley won't watch it with me because it's too <laughs> not it's not because it's raunchy it's it, no, it makes know. her angry it makes me uh, well that it, I had to stop because I was just like so awkward it you is know have you ever so watched a show that's just like 
I can't with this anymore. <laughs> and how does he never? How does he not break? I don't know. When a woman is handing he's you, he's been doing it for a long time. This pubes. is not the first time he's done this. Oh, so, That's what Borat was. Right. I mean, there was a movie, but there was a show before Borat. Right. And he had three uh, characters. Like Ollie G. Yeah, yeah. He had three characters on there that he did the same thing. And uh, if so, if you, this is worth Showtime in and of itself. Yeah. The, so it's called Who Is America. I think there's two seasons, and he he doesn't pander to one political uh, affiliation. He makes fun of liberals yeah, as much as he true. makes fun he of does. conservatives. It's pretty funny. So it's, yeah. it's a show for everyone to show how crazy we all are. Right. Anyway. <laughs> People asked if there was going to be a season two that's been like all the rage. I'm like, no. How? He's already said no because how? How? Like how the heck would he be able to right. pull that off again so recent, you know, right. with it being right in the middle of a... He'd have to create new characters. Yeah, now. and yeah. then people would see through it still. Right. His, you know, it, you'd have to wait another 10 years to do it. Yeah, because obviously he had money enough to pretend to have an agent. Yeah. You know, to call these people for interviews, and they said yes. Oh, yeah. He's... Ted Koppel was the only guy to walk out. Yeah. That, well, maybe Bernie did. Maybe Bernie's like, I don't know what you're talking about. I'm out of here. Yeah. But anyway, Ted Koppel was like, you know, I, I don't mean no disrespect, but this is a waste of time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it's uh, funny. Funny. Speaking of uh, who is America, did you uh, – so this was on Kimmel the other day. just a quiet man who likes to lend a hand. It's just – I caught it on Kimmel. It's, it's something Trump said, President okay. Trump. Uh, very cryptic, kind of weird – thing here so okay. uh, just listen tell me what you think Had some tough talk for terrorists today and if for any reason they come back to our country we will go wherever they are and use power the likes of which the united states has never used before and i'm not even talking about nuclear power what yeah <laughs> we've got some technology that's beyond He's nuclear like, what what is he talking about man is it the aliens i'm talking about bullets yeah. not sure if you've heard of these <laughs> they're called bullets oh jeez. well who was he what was his, this address for was this the, uh, about the bahamas no it was to the navy i think or uh oh, man yeah um so i don't know it's kind of it's kind of cryptic right that like, is kind of weird he's just like Ah, uh, that we've got a super Death Star, and we're <laughs> we're gonna do the likes think, of which you've never do seen. Do you think the I'm person not. who handles that? Because there's got to be someone who handles, you know, the black book or whatever it's called, the Book of Secrets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, got a liaison. Yeah. So yeah. there's got to be someone that knows everything. Oh yeah. And uh, do you think that person is just like scared constantly because Trump is just so? They probably it's he, probably a revolving door of people quitting. Probably. That we don't hear about, you know? It'd just be, like, terrified, like, what's he going to say today? Trump, you can't hint that we have alien technology <laughs> in, in front of people. That's right. not that's not going to work. Like, yeah, like the guy who carries around the nuclear football. Also. Like, imagine being that Marine. I know, right? You're like, dude, I'm not ever giving this yeah, to you. That's what they, they make fun of that all the time <laughs> in our cartoon president. It's funny. Um, yeah, I don't remember what I was going to say. Anyway, that's crazy. Yeah. Scary. I'm not talking about nuclear. It's you know why he says that kind of stuff though, because he doesn't know what he's talking oh, I know about. I was going to say, do you? What do you do? You, what do you think that the the threat is that they tell the president? You know, because he knows a lot of top secret things, or he has access to it. Right. I would assume. Right. What is the threat? Like, if he says it out loud, 
does he get got? Does he get shot? Like, what happens? You know what oh, I mean? Oh, like if he reveals if, something. If there are aliens and he comes out and he's like, there's aliens. Right. What is the recourse? Like, there has to be something that's said to them that keeps them quiet. Yeah, probably a threat of some sort. Yeah. Like, we'll cut off your balls. Kill or you and everyone you know. Yeah. It's just, I, you know, it'll be like. This story. <laughs> <laughs> this is town. If you tell anyone. Yeah. Pets. Everyone, <laughs> everyone you know. And them. frankly, Mr. Trump, if you tell anyone else. And your kids die too. Yeah. He doesn't care. Don G- yeah, know, but he'll right? be like, you know what the real threat is? Huh? We will redirect a hurricane and make you look stupid <laughs> if you tell anyone about yeah. alien technology. <laughs> we'll release the videos of how stupid you really are. Oh, man. Speaking of being stupid. <laughs> Um, did you hear about the, um, murdering couple <laughs> who escaped, um, so Blaine Barkside and his wife, Susan, um, they, uh, are fugitives, they were fugitives, they escaped somehow, uh, prison guards, and okay. they, they are accused of murder, not accused, they're convicted of murder, um, and they had been on the lam for quite some time, and they were caught this week. Uh, in Arizona. What are their names? Uh, Blaine and Susan Barksdale. Barksdale, okay. Yeah. Now, this isn't really an unusual story, but what it did do is get me thinking, all right? Okay. Now, I don't want to do anything illegal, <laughs> but I would like to know how long or how, <laughs> how, how long I could evade sure. the police. <laughs> Yeah. Right? Like yeah. if if someone with half a brain could evade the police longer than uh, these two chuckleheads. Right. Because in my mind it seems like not that complicated, especially when you hear where they typically like they got caught at a known like a friend's house that had priors <laughs> and you right. know from a tip. So I, like well, I like I even just, Bundy, man, like yeah. when he escaped from jail, I think the first time I can't remember. Is when it was in Colorado, and he went to uh-huh. yeah. It was the first time because he went into like the forest, right? Found a uh, vacant cabin, but was he could only do it for like sixteen days because he was starving. Right. He lost like forty pounds. He just went and turned himself. It just in. seems like it wouldn't be that hard to cut your hair in such a way, or right. to grow hair, or wear a hat that people wouldn't be like, oh. That's you. That's you. That's right. the guy. Because it's not like we all walk around. I didn't even know about this. So yeah. if I saw these people on the street, I wouldn't have been like, oh. I well, need even to call. if you did, like, let's say, like, you know, an Associated Press release popped up on your phone and showed right. their pictures. Right. How long is that picture going to be in your mind? Right. <laughs> right. You know, like <laughs> you see them drive by and you're like, oh, where's my phone? Where's my phone? <laughs> <laughs> you get into an accident because yeah. you're driving and trying to do it at the same time. You know, it's just. Yeah. You know, that brings up another point, and you know. Some people are going to, you know, just tell me I'm crazy about this. Mm-hmm. I've always wanted to uh, fight a police dog. <laughs> <laughs> because I've watched a lot of cops. Yeah, I've been watching a lot of live PD lately. And none of them fight the dog. And I know that part of the reason is because they know there's cops behind them right. that will shoot you. Right. But none of them even turn around and, like, try and resist the dog. Try to kick it. They just, like, put their arm out <laughs> and it takes them down. And... I'm not saying that I wouldn't get hurt. Yeah. I would probably get hurt. Right. But I think I think that I could best a dog. I don't know, man. Like we we weigh more than them. 
Yeah. We have thumbs. But I, like I said, I they come after you. I'm not saying I wouldn't get hurt. Yeah. Right? Well, I think the 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 takedown is what they're they're pro at because it is. they just yeah. jump on you and you're just like, what is happening? Right. Well, I, and they'd sit and rip you back and forth. Right, arm. right. But if you, well, and I I was talking about this with Ethan. Yeah. And it was like there's a one main key is don't let them latch right. onto something, you know, like turn around and get ready to box like the dude who fought the kangaroo. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I don't know. I'm just saying, if you think about it like critically, right. you're like, okay, I would probably get hurt. Right. I'd probably get bit somewhere and scratched. I would rather fight a police dog than like a mountain lion. <laughs> well, yeah. You know, <laughs> like there's claws. There's not, you know what I mean? Yeah. I, I don't know. I mean, well, I'm, I don't I'm glad know. that people don't hurt the dogs. Don't get me Sometimes wrong. Sometimes they do. They do. And I've then s- they get charged with murder. I have seen. Not just like. Uh, Dude, I saw a horrible yeah. one where they they were. It was a chase, a high speed chase. And they brought out a police dog. And the guy got out of his car. And I think he tried to shoot at the police. So they killed the guy. Yeah. And they let the police dog go at the same time to take him down. Mm-hmm. And the guy had a pit bull in his car. Oh. So they. Shot the pit bull, uh-huh. but then the police dog also got hit in the crossfire. No, I was yeah, it was heartbreaking, you know. So yeah, it, I don't know. Yeah, you should be charged if you sure if you hurt a police dog. Yeah, it, it should be the same. It should never come to you having to be. <laughs> no, and it, it's one of my favorite things when they do it, and people are like, "No, no, no, okay, I'll come out, I'll yeah, come I out." Know. I know. <laughs> <laughs> um, calling the dog right. So I had an incident in my driveway. Yeah. Another one, huh? Yeah, I could probably post the video. Oh. If you remember the carport incident, that yeah. was a man in my carport. Right. Banging on stuff in the middle of the cold night. And having like a seance or something. on Yeah. Your- <laughs> See, it turns out I think he was just really cold and genuinely wanted help. But right. I, I wasn't about to go out there. <laughs> I just called the police. <laughs> so here's what happens. I go out to my – I leave for work when it's dark. Yeah. I have motion detecting lights in my carport. Right. But they were off, which oh. is kind of weird. In and of itself. Uh-huh. So I turn the switch on. I go up to my car. My fob doesn't work. Oh. Nothing. I'm like, huh. My battery's never died in my car before. So okay. I'm like, okay, that's kind of weird. So I unlock it, and it's a clutch, you know? So mm-hmm. I, when I recognize that the battery's dead, I'm like, all right. But it's weird, though, because be- my lights weren't on, mm-hmm. my floodlights in my carport. Uh, but so I, so I turn my flashlight on, on my phone, and I shine it in my back window and my cat is sitting on my back the by the speakers she's in my car <laughs> she's the car is locked <laughs> she's in my car the car is locked my headlights were on like the switch was on uh-huh. but it's a turny on the knob uh-huh. There's no way she could do that with her paws, right? No, man. Cats are pretty crafty. <laughs> She'd like, would she like lick her paws first to get them sticky? <laughs> so anyway, my cat's in there. It's kind of freaky already. Right. It's dark. And I'm like, well, I can roll start this, you know? <laughs> so I roll it down my driveway and just try and, and push start it in reverse, you know? Couldn't get it. Mm-hmm. I missed it. And then you only have one opportunity, really. Right. So it's down there in the gutter. And so my driveway is a, a slight slant and then a gutter goes up into the street, right? Right. Um, and I was like, well, it's just a little, it's a Toyota Corolla. Uh-huh. So I was like, well, I'll just push it up the hill a little bit, crank the wheel back, and then I'll push start it down the hill going forward, right? So I'm in the gutter, and I just have to get over the hump of the gutter before it'll get onto the street. Uh-huh. It, it's a really light car, surprisingly. <laughs> um, but as I'm pushing, I'm pushing on the inside of my door, 
right, facing the back of my car because I'm pushing it backwards mm-hmm. because it's backing out of my driveway. As I'm pushing, I'm pushing off with my left foot, and my door pins my ankle between the door and the ground. So my door is pressing on my Achilles into the ground. And I start like, ha, 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 you know, and it was the momentum of me pushing luckily because uh-huh. had it had any natural momentum, it would have broken my ankle. Right. And so I'm kind of freaking out and it hurt like hell. Yeah. You know, so finally it rolls back into the gutter and I start limping up the driveway, <laughs> which is the video I have. I don't have my, my, uh, my video. It only records like. 30-second segments when it detects motion. Right. So it missed the part of me pushing, but it sees me limping. But as I'm limping up the driveway, mm-hmm. a man comes walking around the north corner. It's 6 in the morning. Uh-huh. It's dark. I'm like, well, whatever. He's just a dude. So I say hello. Doesn't answer me. Okay, okay, I'm going inside. You know, I start to, I start to go inside. My car's in the middle of the road. No lights because the battery's dead, right? <laughs> and I knew I had to go in anyway because I had to get Ashley's keys uh, to jump my car. Right. So I go in, um, get the keys. He's he's walked now a block away, this guy. Uh-huh. And I pull the, you know, my it's a, we have a Ford Explorer. I pull it out, do like a three-point turn on my grass so it can face my car. Mm-hmm. And as I'm pulling the Explorer up to my car, I get out and pop the hood and everything. I see him walking back towards me. He's got a backpack on. I thought he was homeless, mm-hmm. you know? And I'm like, why is he walking back? That's kind of weird, right? Right. And I'm already kind of paranoid because my fucking cat was in the car. and the, 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 It's never died before. My lights were off. The car was locked. It was weird. Right. It was all weird. And I'm like, this guy's creepy. So I start walking back up to the house. I'm just like, I'm just going to go in the house till he walks away. And he, he yells something at me, and I'm at the top of my driveway, and I, I just say, I'm sorry, what was that? And he said, after you're done jumping your car, can you come help me jump my car? And I was like, I, sure, I guess. What, your car's dead too? And he's like, yeah, it's just down around this corner. And so I kind of st- – I didn't, I didn't like tell him to stop. I just motioned to him, like kind of put my hand up. You know, I was like, sure, I'll just meet you down there after I get mine done. And he walked away. You know, and I'm like, that's weird for a number of reasons. One, what are the odds that his battery would be dead, too? Is there like an EMP in the neighborhood? Right. (laughs) Two, if you actually needed your car jumped and you saw someone jumping their car, Mm -hmm. wouldn't you offer to help? Right. You know, he didn't offer to help. I would have told him no because I thought he was going to stab me. Right. (laughs) Um, And so I, I, I jumped my car. I let it's just running in the road now. Pull the car back in. I go upstairs and I'm talking to Ashley about it. I'm like, did you leave my lights on? Because when I got home the, the night before, I, it wasn't dark, uh-huh. you know, and I didn't take my car anywhere else. So there's no reason my headlights would have been on. Or and there's no reason the cat should have been, the been in my car. And so, you know, my, my, my mind is racing. It's early in the morning. I'm half asleep still. <laughs> and so my mind, I'm like, there's a dude in my like little garage closet. Cutting battery clips and putting cats in cars. <laughs> yeah. So... I go, I go to Ashley. I'm like, this guy wants me to go jump his car. I don't think I'm going to. <laughs> so, so I didn't. I didn't go find him, you know. Uh-huh. But I drove away, and I, was, I just kind of had this creepy feeling, you know. And there's no big ending to this story. Oh. But I just want – I know. I know. I wish I could tell you, like, I got out and got in a huge fight with him. No. <laughs> but I, I drove back to see if he was walking around still, you know, like uh-huh. near the house. Right. 
<laughs> it did sound like that. It was early morning. <laughs> okay. But he, so, and he told me, he's like, hey, it's a Pontiac Grand Dam. It's just around the corner. Oh. So I knew what kind of car it was. I knew what he kind of looked like. It was dark. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he looked like you. Oh. <laughs> you Maybe it was me. <laughs> anyway, so I did come back and kind of drive around to see, one, if he really needed to jump, he probably would have been pissed and, like, come back up to the house, <laughs> you know? <laughs> uh, but, and, but then I didn't see him anywhere, and I didn't see his car. So now I'm really creeped. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I'm, like what is happening? Like, it was just strange, you yeah. know? And yeah. I called my dad on the way home from work, and I was telling him the story, you know? Uh-huh. And he started to laugh when I told him I didn't go help him, you know? <laughs> and I was like, well, what would you have done? I'm like, would you have gone and helped him? He's like, uh, actually, probably not. Because <laughs> it's pretty strange circumstances, you know? Right. And that's how I felt when he said it. I'm like, wait, your battery's dead too? <laughs> like, I haven't jumped a car in probably a year and a half. Yeah. It's weird. Anyway, that's my weird... <laughs> I'll post the video of me limping back up the driveway <laughs> after I almost broke my – it still hurts. I told, I told people at work, I'm like, my Achilles is probably stretched. I felt like it was going to pop off the bone. Like, oh, it hurts oh, dude, so bad. That sounds terrible. It hurts so bad. Um, let me ask you a question. Yeah. Um, how many men have you seen naked? Um, in person? <laughs> <laughs> in person <laughs> – uh, maybe a handful at the gym. Oh, okay. One time at a gangbang, but that doesn't, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Why? How many have you seen? No, I was just wondering. Oh, okay. I haven't seen any. I just thought maybe. Uh... Well, I mean, <laughs> you haven't seen any in person either. Yeah. In person. No, no, no. I mean... Right. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of naked people, real quick, did you hear that? Um, the... I've seen less naked women <laughs> in person than I have. <laughs> Than I have men. Oh, I think that might actually. That's yeah. that's that's probably that's factual. yeah yeah. I've seen less as a as a, a cis straight male. I've seen less naked women than I have naked men yeah. in person. Yeah, yeah. I mean the gym. You know, you get yep. saggy grandpa over there. Yeah, or ripped dude with a tiny wiener. <clears throat> Did you see that uh, <laughs> the Miami Heat stadium has the American Airlines pulled out of their. Uh, their naming the naming rights wow. and apparently uh bang bros really put in a bid i mean they're not gonna get it off <laughs> i hope i don't know that'd be so awesome <laughs> tonight the jazz versus the miami heat live at the bang bros <laughs> arena in downtown miami sponsored by captain stabbing yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is that a family brought guy? to you by Pornhub. <laughs> this is a family guy where brian's trying to cancel his captain stabbing oh, yeah. subscription <laughs> yeah on yeah. the phone yeah 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 yeah, yeah. <laughs> Oh, dude. Can you imagine? Uh, yeah, just plastered across the top of the arena, like from the Goodyear <laughs> blimp, you see Bang Bros. <laughs> oh, man. I, I mean, it's just money. Yeah, no. I, I mean, I guess the city could jump I in. I think they offered $10 million. Oh, so I don't know what the going rate is now for uh, naming rights, but uh, yeah. That's, <laughs> they're running an honest business. Yeah. You know, I mean, I don't even like bangbros.com. So I. <laughs> It doesn't it doesn't have my uh, my genres. I, I, <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I don't even know what it is. Is that like a dark web? Uh, <laughs> never even heard of that. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I, I've never I've never heard of it either. Yeah, except, I've never seen the nine ninety nine uh, promotion or anything. <laughs> 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 uh,
Okay. Uh, speaking of Captain Stabbing, <clears throat> oh, Antonio Brown. <laughs> <laughs> Is he? Oh, have you heard about all of the Antonio Brown drama? No. I don't even know who Antonio Brown is. <sighs> I have to Are people going to be pissed? That, I don't know what just happened. I go- <laughs> yeah, yeah. I Googled him. He's a football player. He is a football player. Okay. Um, <clears throat> so he was uh, recently signed with the Oakland Raiders. Okay. And um, he uh, has had a series of events this year uh, that led him being cut from the Raiders. And Antonio Brown is a uh, really, really good football player. Really? Is this his first season? It is not. Okay. It's, oh, he's 31. Okay, yeah. so he's been around a bit. He's been around. I think he was with the Steelers. Okay. Oh, Siri must have heard me. It just pulled up the Oakland Raiders. It must have heard your zipper. <laughs> <laughs> Pull up the Oakland Raiders roster on my freaking watch. Oh, my gosh. Um... Anyway, so he uh, so he plays for the Patriots now. Yes. Okay. So he froze his foot. He got frostbite on his foot at the beginning of the season <laughs> because they have uh, the Raiders have one of those uh, cooling uh, muscle therapy things. Sure, like cool sculpting. Yeah, n- or whatever. Uh, yeah, cool treatment. I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, somehow he got frostbite because he's an idiot. But people are speculating he did it just to get out of <laughs> training camp. <laughs> And then he's had this whole argument with the NFL or whomever about his helmet. Like, he was refusing not to play because he wanted to use a particular helmet that the NFL outlawed. And, you what, know, what, like, uh, I don't because of the because it doesn't protect you enough. Or no, something? no. He wanted the old one that didn't protect you. Like, he's right. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. He's an idiot. And uh, then he uh, got a suspension because he didn't go to any of training camp. What's the with the helmet? Is it because it looks cooler or something? I have no idea okay. what his. I didn't do enough research into that. Um, then he got into a fight with the general manager. He's been basically just drama for the the Raiders, and so the Raiders were like, you know what? We're not going to give you any money, and we're going to cut you. He had guaranteed thirty million dollars, and they cut him, and they cut him, and he doesn't see any of that over his attitude. Yeah, that's it. That's the only reason they cut him. People didn't think they hit the the Raiders had the balls to do it, but yeah. they did. And of course, within hours of him being cut, the Patriots came and scooped him up. Right, the cheaters. Yeah. Did I tell you about the science fair kid? Yeah, we. That was a. But was it a thing? That was a okay. random headline. All right. Like, See how my, my life blends together. <laughs> <laughs> he proved that the uh, the yeah. Patriots cheat. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so wait, go we ahead. Go find that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but. Uh, the day after he joined the Patriots, uh, he got uh, a lawsuit filed against him. Okay. Um, that uh, a civil lawsuit or a criminal it is, lawsuit? It is civil. Okay. Uh, but it alleges that he raped someone, a girl, okay. and sexually assaulted them over a period of a year or so, or something like wow. that. Wow. Um, not constantly, but within the year, he did. Or a couple of years, he did these various things. Sure. And uh, <laughs> I see a headline that his camp knew the lawsuit was coming, but didn't tell the Patriots. Well, yeah. Otherwise, <laughs> Patri- well, I don't know. Patriots are full of scumbags, so they probably would have taken him anyway. Yeah, Tom Brady. Yeah. Um, so uh, it all this this dude. I mean, we can see from the last you know three months of his behavior. And actually, I think the Steelers got rid of him because because he's such a drama queen. 
And uh, he's just a pain. He's a pain to work with. He's just a raunchy person. And uh, so it's totally believable that he would do this. Right. But at the same time... Um, oh, he lost his helmet deal with Xena. Yeah, that just happened him. too, yeah. Uh, he's just... He, he, he can't seem to learn his lesson and just... So the if the Patriots kept him? The Patriots have kept him. Wow. Um, and I kind of... I'm, I'm not fully believing that he did it which is weird because Have you looked into the specifics um well it's been i've heard we i've it's been talked about a lot on like sports radio Bryant and stuff thing uh, no there's not I, there's a lot more evidence with kobe wasn't there yeah i, I honestly don't know all i just know have, a lot of people didn't believe it all they have on uh, is some emails uh and i don't think the emails say that he raped her it was more that he jerked off <laughs> like the story we talked about yeah. Got, okay. Yeah. Um, and the fact that it's not a criminal case, it's a civil case. So I right. If it was this guy's a total sleaze bag, but I'm also kind of having a hard time believing this other person because he has a lot of money, right? And he is a sleaze bag, so it would be a perfect time to throw in this lawsuit. And during this Me Too time, it's so hard right now. It's hard to tell, yeah. and I wanna I wanna talk about because uh, I don't really care about Antonio Brown. I just this was a good segue Can I just to point something out too as we segue. Yeah, it's a weird world when there's a headline on USA Today that says Antonio Brown isn't wearing his new helmet at <laughs> Patriots <laughs> practice. Like <laughs> that's and Bang Bros is. <laughs> USA Today, really? Anyway. Gillette Stadium is getting renamed to Asian Massage. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, so here in Utah, in uh, 1997, a man was convicted of raping a 16-year-old girl um, at his house during a birthday party. Okay, in 1997. Yes. Okay. He spent around um, 15 years in state prison and was paroled in 2011. Okay. But he's been uh, remained on the sex offender list. Sure. Uh, until last week when they expunged everything and completely wiped his records clean. Because... DNA? No. No. Uh, apparently, he had been in a car accident and was at the hospital receiving treatment while the alleged rape had happened. Oh, come on. Come on. And Are you serious? The way it was reported is like it wasn't really brought up in court. And I'm like, what? Where's your defense? <laughs> like, what do you mean? So this guy spent 15 years in prison because a 16-year-old girl said that he raped her, and he didn't. Like, that's the easiest grounds for a mistrial, first of all. I know. If your defense doesn't do that. Uh, maybe there's more to it, but that's all I heard on the radio today. He was in the hospital Is being that, treated at the he, time of the rape. Right. And I guess maybe they just now found conclusive evidence of that? or I mean, or Yeah, it'd be interesting to know if it came up in the original suit. Well, that's what the radio said, that it wasn't talked about much in court. But it feels like that would be, like, the... That's your alibi. The main thing. Right. Like, like... Motive. Before we go to trial, yeah. here's this. Motive, opportunity, and access. Right? Right. So I, I don't know. The the Rocky Mountain Innocent Center, uh, Innocent Center uh, is what helped him get off of is he, all this. Is he suing the state? No, because the state awarded him $615,000. Uh, no, I wouldn't take it. Mm, 
Yeah, that is. For 15 years of your life? <sighs> and a ruin. Like, look, yeah. his record's expunged now? It's completely clean, yeah. How do you start a career at his age? No, you don't. Right? I mean, so it's not on his record, fine. They, someone runs a background, fine. Right. But he couldn't get a job while he was on parole. Right. And he's, he lost $615,000. Are you serious? Thanks. Yeah. Thank you. I guess they probably just estimated his lost wages over 15 years. and At minimum wage or something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I, mean, I don't know. It's, I mean, that's, that's actually a pretty decent, I mean, that'd be like, what? I mean, it doesn't surprise me for the state. Yeah. But to me, when people are suing for damages for lesser things mm-hmm. that have happened to them. Right. Right. That's true. Uh, but so, I've heard that I've heard of people not getting anything. Yeah, no, that happens all the time. So, that's forty-one grand a year, by the way. So I mean, that's not. It's probably the median wage that's not in Utah. Completely unreal. It is actually. Yeah. Um. So I don't know. I. I mean, like, I'd rather him see see him get that than nothing. Like you could sue someone for pain and suffering for something they did to you over the course of fifteen years and get awarded ten million dollars. Oh yeah. You know. Oh yeah. Here the state put you in a cell for 23 hours a day. And they're like, eh, "Yeah. We'll give you the median wage." You I know? don't know. I, mean, I know that I know that after that time, you've accepted what's happened to you mm-hmm. and that you're grateful to get anything. Right. I understand that. And he's like, "You know what? I'd rather just not ever see a courtroom again." Fine. Yeah. I get that. But it's hard for me in the principle of it. Right, right. I I just uh I I need to read I'd like to read more into this and find out exactly why his defense didn't present that. It's almost – yeah, that's huge there. It's almost as if states need to start to have part of their budget for innocence projects, not not to not to provide uh, counsel, but when they find out they're innocent. Yeah. We, we, have a, we have a bucket of money over here right. to give people that we wrongly convicted. Oh, yeah, because like 16,000 16, – sorry, 600,000 is nothing. That's really. not – It's no. a drop in the bucket for the And they'll probably tax him. <laughs> They'll probably tax Take it. Take half of it back. Yeah, that was a, that's a dick move. Right yeah, there. we're gonna yeah. give you this, but <laughs> hey, uh, we're gonna need some of that back. Huh. Um, um, so I just during this whole Me Too thing, I just uh, you know I, I get concerned. Remember, I, didn't I tell you? I think I did tell you on the podcast even that when I was on an airplane, I was buckling my seatbelt and I grazed a girl's butt, and she yeah. kind of looked at me, and I was like, oh shh. Yeah, I'm gonna get me tooed. <laughs> I'm like, you know, I just and maybe that's super ignorant of me or or no, something. But well, it just it's no because here's the thing, uh, what it's what it's created, and I and I I mean this with uh, I'm grateful that this happened before it comes mm-hmm, out. It's mm-hmm. it's made women a lot more vigilant, right. and I'm glad for that. They right. need to be right. Um, but it's also led to stuff like that where I think that some women or even girls might think, was that just assault? Right. right? Was that just – did that just happen? Was that – should I feel bad about that? Right. Should I feel violated by that? You know? And there's just – it's a weird time. Right. It's a, a really strange time. But I understand. I mean I've heard you know people say that they're afraid to talk to women in the workplace. And yeah. This is, and although that seems super extreme, yeah. it really does. But at the same time, I kind of understand. Yeah. Like if you are in a copy room alone with a woman <laughs> and she says, he raped me, then you lose. You're just like, oh. <laughs> yeah, you lose. I mean, 
right? Yeah, it, it's true. I, I mean, I guess there's DNA and everything. They'd have to. That's, well, that's the thing. Prove it, and but you, we have to tread lightly there, you know. But there, there are, and there's a lot of laws that are trying to be passed or legislation brought up to uh, have harsher punishments for false accusers. Right. But the problem is, what if you have a false accusation that was perpetrated more by the police? Right, mm-hmm. where a girl says she was raped. I can't exactly remember what he looks like. Here's a lineup, or here's a photo spread, and they indicate. Uh huh. You know what I mean? Right. And that happens a lot. Really? Yeah, it happens a lot. Maybe not as much now, but back in the day, if you had a lineup or a photo spread, they would. What they would do is they would show they have 16 pictures on a paper, mm-hmm. and instead of saying which one, they would say which one didn't do it. And by deducing who didn't do it. That's not the same thing as, no, as that's, eyewitness. That's not. <laughs> right? And that's, but that's what they would do. They'd say, okay, so you've determined that it's not these four. Then they'd cover those four. Yeah. And, I've never understood. I have seen situations where cops do that. Like they, they just want to put someone away. Well, and so it's kind of weird. Like why? There's multiple why? things that play a role. One, race right. plays a role. Two, um, district attorneys and police just want a case closed. Yeah. And they want the win. Right. And three, it's possible that the police have encountered a gentleman before that they don't like. Mm-hmm. And they're like, you got to come in for a lineup. All right. Doesn't match it at all. Could have been a white guy, right? right. Or it could have been a black guy, the opposite. And they're like, I don't like this guy. Let's bring him in for the lineup. Mm-hmm. Or let's take his photo, put it on the spread, and have her deduce who it's not. I just won't ever point to his picture when I ask her who it's not. Right. Right? So he always ends up in the last two. <laughs> you get it? Yeah. It's horrible. Yeah. So I, I, I tell everybody this. I love the police. I'm grateful for what they do, but I, don't, I would never talk to them. No. If they, if they arrested me, I, I wouldn't say a word. No, no, no. I, I give the same advice to everyone else. It's, right. No. Am I being detained? <laughs> then walk away. There's a – oh, I think it's Tom Segura. You know Tom Segura? Mm-hmm. He has a joke about that. Maybe I'll put it in during the break uh, where he watches uh, the first 24, that murder show. Yeah. Oh, the first 48. 48, yeah, yeah, yeah. sorry. And uh, he's like, uh, the people that get a lawyer, they always get off the hook. The people <laughs> that talk to the police, they're the ones that always go to jail. It's amazing. It's really amazing because they, the police are very good at guilting you into staying. Right? Oh, yeah, for they, sure. When you won't stay for an interview, they guilt you. They say, how could you not stay and at least talk to us? This woman was raped or this person was killed or this person was robbed and hurt. How could you not stay and at least talk to us? Right? And that's their right. job. Right. That's their job to get to the truth. But sometimes they overlook the truth for solving the case. Right. And it may, maybe it's not conscious. Which maybe is what happened with this, uh, this guy here in Utah. Yeah. But, um, uh, so jails. Yeah. Speaking of jails. Okay. A quick – I just want to give a quick stat uh, rundown about Guantanamo. Oh. You're going to be blown away. Okay. So the – let me just start here. Okay. Guantanamo houses 40 – Prisoners. There's 40 remaining prisoners. That's it? Yes. Oh. Some of them are 9-11. Other are just, uh, you know. Speaking of which, 9-11 was... Uh, Two days ago, yeah. Ago. There's some good uh, documentaries on HBO that just came, in, came really? out. About 9-11? Yeah. They're not conspiracy ones? No, it's like interviewing kids who were there who are now oh. older. It's really interesting. All right. <clears throat> um, there's 40 prisoners there, some of which are the architects of 9-11. Other ones are just enemy combatants. Um, it has been... How many years? 18, 18 years. It's 2019 now. The judge down there, this military court, 
just set a trial date for the 9-11 architects to start in January of 2021. Twenty years. Well, he's super busy down there. <laughs> Twenty years after the attacks. Did you know that the architects of 9-11 were still detained and haven't had a trial? No. No. It's been mistrial after mistrial for many reasons. But I'll get no. into some stats real quick. The average jail or prison in the United States has anywhere from a, a guard ratio to, uh, to prisoner mm-hmm. of two prisoners to up to ten prisoners per one guard. Right. Okay, so two up to ten I think obviously if for the budget allows, more guards are better. Right. But it's always more prisoners than guards. Yeah. At Guantanamo, there's 40 prisoners. Mm-hmm. There are 1,800 guards. That seems <laughs> a little excessive. So even if you assume that these 1,800 guards are doing eight-hour shifts uh-huh. to make up a 24-hour day, okay? Mm-hmm. You do the math between 40 guards or 40 prisoners, 1,800 guards, three shifts. That is a ratio of 15 guards to every one prisoner. Wow. That's our tax money. Yeah. It's tax dollars. Maybe maybe, uh, maybe that's down there is where they're keeping the secret weapon Donald was talking Probably. about. That's why they have all the guards, really. Yeah, they're not really guards. They're scientists and engineers. A couple, the- couple other questions that came up in my mind as I was looking over these stats and researching this. Mm-hmm. Um, they get free legal counsel. Oh, really? Oh, yeah, I guess. Yeah. But – Three-year-old immigrants who have to go back for their asylum hearing do not. Oh. There are, have been three-year-olds representing themselves yes, in court. I've seen that. That's, uh... But these architects of 9-11 get free counsel. Their counsel is not allowed to talk to them on the phone. So anytime they want to talk to their, um, their client, they have to fly to Cuba at a cost of $175,000 round trip. What? For a 737. What? Because they fly people in groups. However, oh, I most of the saying. time, these that, jets, yeah, I got it, I got 737 it. or bigger, mm-hmm. are mostly empty. Yeah, I remember. So 180, it's actually 180, 180 grand round trip mm-hmm. to fly maybe one or two attorneys down for a couple days so they can talk to their client. Wow. And these guys, none of these guys have the same attorney. It's no. been 20 years. Right. You know what I mean? Um, and... This is the Gipper. Mm-hmm. If, these, if these haven't been the Gipper, here's the one that'll get you. Even if these men are found, they are acquitted. Mm-hmm. They are not found guilty. Right. The government has made it very clear that we will still detain them <laughs> indefinitely. <laughs> so what is the point? What? <laughs> we just... We're spending millions of dollars. Shoot them and get them over with. Is that a bad thing to say? <laughs> no, like, I mean, I, I mean, I don't know who these guys are. Yeah, I, don't, I haven't seen their case. You right. know, they're prisoners of war, quote unquote. But the argument from from people who want to close Guantanamo, obviously, is that this is there's no habeas corpus here. Mm-hmm. You know, you found a loophole by keeping them off American soil. Right. They don't have access to a speedy trial. You know, they don't have normal rights. Um. But what's what's the point? I don't know. <laughs> I, I just yeah, just let those sink in. <laughs> I was just looking. maybe just uh, fly them all back to the U.S. and there can be an accident <laughs> on the way on the way back. <laughs> Somehow the pilot ejected yeah. from a seven thirty seven. Yeah, who knew they had those? <laughs> yeah, I this so it was some report that came out from the Pentagon that said that Guantanamo's cost something like six billion dollars, and. So I, it Why was on NPR. Why did funding for the wall? Right. 
It was on NPR, so I, I looked up the uh, the rest of the stats, and I was just annoyed. Wow, at best. So, uh, government money mismanaged. It's ridiculous how much it happens. It's yeah. insane. All right, let's take a break. Um, when we come back, we have some random headlines. Uh, crabs, eleven-year-old <laughs> uh, drug dealers, um, and the NBA. More when we return live from the Bang Bros studio in Ogden, Utah. (laughs) Here's all I'm saying. I can't tell you where to go. I can tell you where not to go. Wherever they film the first 48 on A&E. Here's what I've learned watching that show, okay? Lawyer up. You can't handle that shit. Everybody's like, I'm going to talk to the cops and straighten this whole thing out. You're going to do 25 to life. Have fun with that, man. (laughs) Nobody asked for a lawyer. I've seen 300 people get interrogated on this show. Two of them were like, I talked to a lawyer. And both times the detectives were like, fuck. (laughs) And then at the end of those episodes that said on the screen, all charges against Tayshawn were dropped. Or Jim. Pick a fucking name. (laughs) Let's be honest. There's no Jims on the show. I've seen every episode. And none start with, Hey, Bryce, can we talk to you for a second, man? Where were you last Friday? I was over at Tanner's house. Then Skylar had a party, so we went over there. And then we picked up Connor and we had pancakes. Sorry, bro. Good detective, bro, bro. Hey, everybody. I really hope you love the Artic podcast. Did you know that you can actually get paid just for listening to this podcast? I know it sounds insane, but it's true. We just discovered this free new app called PodCoin, and it literally pays you to listen to podcasts. Here's how it works. You listen to podcasts, and you earn PodCoin. PodCoin. While you listen, then you turn that pod coin in for gift cards at places like Amazon or Starbucks. Or if you're a good person, you can even donate that pod coin to charity. The more you listen, the more you earn. So here's what you do. Download the app right now on iPhone or Android. And I have a special code for you. Simply use our code, OurTakePod, and you'll get 300 pod coin just for signing up. And if you listen to enough of us on there, you can get a cappuccino at Starbucks or an Amazon gift card on us. So go ahead and go listen to this podcast or virtually any podcast on PodCoin and sign up with the code OurTakePod. This is the OurTake Podcast. We interrupt your regularly scheduled program to bring you these random headlines. Welcome back, everybody. Round two. Today's random headlines are brought to you by the letter S for smegma and the number five for (laughs) three plus two equals five. And of course, brought to you by Bang Bros. (laughs) And always. Okay. Um, Speaking of Bang Bros. (laughs) No. So I don't know if you heard about this in the news. I just wanted to talk about it real quick because I think it's kind of crazy. Um, but in um, Louisiana, an 11-year-old girl 
brought marijuana lace gummies uh, to school and shared them with her classmates. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> At least one child ate the candy and then uh, got sick and had to go to the hospital. Deputies arrested both the mother and child. <laughs> who said she knew the gummies had THC in them before she gave them to her classmates. Her mother, 30, admitted to making the candies and was booked into jail. Uh, the 11-year-old was arrested on drug distribution charges and was released to the custody of a family member. Gosh. So how would you like to Did you to know be... these had tetrahydrocannabinol? Yeah. Did you know that? <laughs> I don't even knew, know if I knew what marijuana was at 11. No. I, like, really? Like, what kind of parents are like, hey, let's get high tonight? <laughs> You want some gummies? Oh, man. So how would you like to be 11 and already have a drug distribution charge right. on your record? <laughs> Jeez. Oh, Strange so, times. Yeah. I mean, they're out there smoking. Yeah. They're vaping. Oh, I know. The vape has been all the rage lately. Right. Glad I didn't get into that. Now that people are, like, falling down dead Dying. left and right. Yeah. <laughs> oh, ghost crabs. Have you ever heard of a ghost crab? Uh, no. They're also called sand crabs. But uh, research has just come out uh, that these crabs growl. Wow, that's cool. Yeah. They have, uh, so they, they used to think that it was their claws, but they actually don't use their claws to do that. And it actually uh, makes them far more uh, capable because they're not dicking around, making noise with their claws. Their claws are ready. They can make noise. They're in the position, right. so they're making rumbling noises. You know, if you were the scientist, yeah. I don't think you should admit that we used to think it was their claws. Yeah. <laughs> we never really looked that close. Yeah. We just assumed it was their claws. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, here's the crazy thing. Uh, crustaceans, they have teeth in their stomach. Did you know that? Oh, I did not. I don't know how that works. <laughs> <laughs> but to make the growling noise... They grind their teeth in their stomach. No way. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, so I don't know how that all... Must be stressed. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how that all plays I out. I don't even but... understand how an exoskeleton works. I don't know. Crabs are weird, man. You know, uh, water, water species <laughs> in general, like if they had evolved instead of us, hmm... Mm-hmm. <laughs> like the octopus octopuses yeah. are freaking smart yes they're very very smart like scary scary smart smart yeah <laughs> they can change their color yeah they got a crazy like the beak. camouflage they uh some of them can walk on land i just saw uh they can squeeze through the tiniest of holes scientists have realized that they have feelings emotions uh, they get mad, sad. I'm telling you, happy to see people and what have you. People think it's the opposable thumb. Uh huh. No, no, no. Mm. It's the ability to communicate. Mm, yeah. I think the ability to communicate is what made us probably stronger. I mean, I don't know how animals communicate. They do. They do, but I think it's rudimentary. Yeah. You know, like come over here. Right. You know, if like if gorillas could talk, and well, that's what happened in Planet of the Apes. Yeah. If they could talk and collaborate. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. in a, on a non-instinctual way, in a right. way that's actually conscious, mm-hmm. we'd be we'd be done. Yeah, yeah. Dolphins <laughs> are smart too, man. Yeah. Like, uh, and, and maybe this, maybe some of them can talk in larger. I think dolphins communicate can, right? in larger context. Uh-huh. You know, but I 
I I don't know. I just yeah, dolphins are super smart. I think it's weird that there are air breathing animals that live in the ocean. I've always thought that was weird. <laughs> that is, you know, what a that pain. Is really what a pain strange. in the ass, man. I know. It actually you're right. Like imagine like <laughs> imagine if you had to like take a drink of water every 10 minutes, <laughs> you know. Well, I mean, we do have to drink water. We don't have to so, spread it over our gills, no, though. No, <laughs> you're right. But if we don't drink water, they, they don't have that problem. They don't have to drink water. That's true. So it's basically the same thing. I've never even thought about that. Speaking of an octopus, I think I saw one that was being attacked by a big fish once. Uh-huh. And it stuck its tentacle through the gills. Oh, gross. To base, to suffocate the fish. Wow. I was like, that's a brilliant Dude, tactic. octopuses are crazy. And then they ink. You want to see crazy videos, yeah. man. They have... They have uh, things on their skin that morph to the shape of the surface. Like, oh, so how weird. do they do that? Like, they just, they become, like, if it was on this red table, it would just yeah. turn red and become all felty. Right. <laughs> felt. Would you rather be sprayed by a skunk or inked by an octopus? I, inked by an ocupa- octopus? You'd the, rather be inked? Yeah. Oh, that's gross, dude. Yeah, but it doesn't smell. Oh, I don't know, man. I don't know. It doesn't smell. It's just ink. But just imagine it. Like, how, what if it was? What if it was out? It wasn't in water. Someone like someone like <laughs> picked up an octopus, picked up an octopus and, and uh, eat ink, and it sprayed you in the face with their ink. I, I'd still that'd be, dude. Have you smelt skunk? Like, I have, like up close. But there's something more gross to me about. It's not like it's it's not like this octo semen or anything. It's just you don't know. It's just <laughs> it's just ink. It's just you can wipe it off and and use it to write a letter. I mean. <laughs> I don't even know what they mean by ink. Like, what do they mean by ink? I know. It, Didn't they used to use it, or is that is that am I making something up? They probably did. I don't We've know. always used animals. Just yeah. squeeze it, man. You'll get some. <laughs> That's what she said, uh, or she. I don't know. Somebody said it. Uh, speaking of under the sea, now I didn't know this was a thing, but a free diver breaks underwater walking record. So. Apparently, there was a record for walking underwater. So as a free diver, is there a certain depth they have to go to to break the record, though? Or can you just walk under, like, six uh, feet of water? Well, no, she's just in a pool. Yeah, she's just in a pool, a deep Okay. Like, it's not even that deep. So the free divers that go down, like, hundreds of feet, uh-huh. those are the crazy ones. Well, yeah. Have you ever seen how much air comes out of them as they're ascending? Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah, it's nuts. It's nuts. So, so what's the record? 267 feet and 8.6 inches. So a football field, almost. Yeah, It's really close. So That's a long way to walk underwater. I feel like I could do that if I walked backwards. I can walk backwards in the water like an MF. Why is it easier? I don't know, but it is. It's hella easier. Huh. Maybe that's why dolphins do it backwards? Maybe. Have you ever, have you ever walked backwards in yeah. a pool? Well, now I'm, think- like- I'm thinking about it now, and I'm yeah. like... Yeah, it's oh, way easier. It's way easier. You can actually get up pretty fast. Is it because you're using the falling moment? It's almost like you're in an orbit. Probably. With the pool. Probably. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> yeah, she should do it backwards. Yeah. So I don't what, know. the test would be go to a football field and try and walk at a normal pace across the football field <laughs> while holding your breath. <laughs> <laughs> on a really foggy day, just to, just to get some moisture in there. Maybe have like a parachute, you know, yeah. slows you down. Something you got to drag. I mean, you could just go do it. <laughs> the parachute, the wind picks you up. <laughs> you could just go to a pool, I guess. Oh, man. <laughs> she she surpassed, so that was in the female category, but she also surpassed the male category. Good. So she's just, I don't know, everyone has their thing, I guess. Some people it's pretending they're horses, and some people it's walking <laughs> underwater. And I think the, uh, like a, 
biker like Lance Armstrong could go in there and just destroy it. Only if he had his enhancement. Maybe. I mean, he's got less mass. <laughs> but yeah, he means lung capacity, though. You know. Yeah, yeah. No, he he has like a resting heart rate of like one. Doesn't yeah. he? Boom. <laughs> <laughs> Just, boom. <laughs> so one more story here. Uh, back to the NBA. Um, some rings were seized uh, at the L.A. airport. Uh, NBA championship rings, but they were counterfeit championship rings so they were like at customs i uh, yeah look at that that's rad what's yeah. wrong with them someone I, was selling I, I, them I don't, yeah <laughs> so i was okay hold on let me finish telling the story okay. and then we're gonna get back to this but they're saying if sold as genuine they could have been worth up to five hundred sixty thousand, which actually seems kind of low but uh, there's a lot of them out there now yeah yeah uh there were 28 rings um so anyway so they must have been pawning them off as real. I guess. And that's what's illegal. I guess. So I was watching, I was uh, I, at work, I've been doing a course for uh, international travel, and there was a section about customs. So I was on the uh, customs page, and they had a, a Flickr channel. Oh, really? And I was going through <laughs> it, looking at pictures, and uh, they had a bust in New York with uh, thousands of, of counterfeit NFL jerseys counterfeit jerseys yeah and i thought to myself what makes it a counterfeit well it says genuine nfl on it you know i mean like it's got all the tags right it looks super legit but they're you know made in china or something so i'm but i'm just thinking like yeah but if i could get one of those for 20 dollars instead of 300 right. then i'm in like no one can tell the difference i, mean, I guess if they were selling it at 300 but that's still right it's that, a piece of cloth right with a logo on it what's the difference i don't know you know the, the difference is the nfl doesn't get to add money to i their... can understand if they were selling it saying you know troy aikman wore this jersey right that's different right oh, you like troy aikman wear this broncos jersey <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah i that's weird counterfeit yeah, they, they had Broncos and the don't they the sell those at Panthers fans? Yeah, <laughs> they're all counterfeit. Uh, well, yeah, jerseys. I mean that's what I just I just want to know. I, what I want to know is is if any of those customs agents. Oh yeah, like for sure. Like I'm gonna take a couple of these home to just wear. Yeah, it's a pajama uh, shirt because I would. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's, it's a pajama shirt. It's fine. I mean, come on, yeah. that seems ridiculous. That's weird. Yeah, like they open it up. They see the jerseys. How do they know that they're being sold or they don't pawned off as real? Like that's weird. They don't. I'm sure they don't know anything beyond that they're counterfeit. Huh? They I just see the NFL logo and they're like, "That can't be right." <laughs> <laughs> I know, as if they don't make. They probably make all the NFL jerseys right. in China anyway. Probably <laughs> yes, for sure. Yeah. Huh? Yeah. I don't know. Um. So. Um. Do you you just went to a concert, right? Usana? I just went to two. Where'd you go? So I went to Blink and right? Lil Wayne. Dude, Lil Wayne was a spectacle. I'll tell you oh, what. I'm sure. I'm sure. I was blown away. Okay. I was legitimately blown away. Why? Did he have a band with him or was yep. it okay. Yeah, he has a band. I have a lot more respect for rappers and such that bring a full band with them because yeah. I think it's cool to hear rap songs played by yeah. a full, you know, they've got like two drummers and yes. a, a bassist. So you had a drummer kind of uh Uplifted on the you know on the stage, uh-huh. he had his DJ that pumps up the crowd and spins. Right. 
He had a guitarist and a bassist. Yeah. It was rad. And like Eminem did SNL with one. I was like, well, this is awesome. Yeah. Like there's, I was, I mean, we were in the pit, uh-huh. me and Danny, you know, and I was legitimately kind of like starstruck. <laughs> and I don't really, I don't like Lil Wayne. I don't uh-huh. listen to his music. Right. But I was like, this is pretty dope. I got to be <laughs> honest. Like, this is pretty cool watching. Like, this is cool. Huh. You know? Anyway. So, yeah, and then Blink came out. They played it, Enema of the State in its entirety. Oh, really? Yeah. And Travis did a solo where he went upside down. Oh, yeah, he awesome. always does that. Uh, and then my mom and I went to Elton John. Oh, really? Yeah. How was that? Really cool, actually. Did, yeah. uh, how was, uh, how was uh, the singing without, um, Tom UFO guy. How was uh, Alkaline Trio? I can't remember his name right Matt now. Matt Skiba. Yeah, Skiba. I can't remember how to pronounce it. Does uh, he sing all of of yeah. of? He sings Tom's parts. Okay. Yeah. Um, he's probably a better singer than Tom. <laughs> um, Actually, I would. I know he is. I would say that. But gen- I've seen Alkaline Trio. Like, I would say, generally speaking, he's a better singer than Tom. Uh huh. Um, but he's definitely a better singer when he's singing songs he wrote. Yeah, it, Tom's singing is. It kind of made the songs. Yeah, it has a style. And right. his, he's a legitimate, like, I don't know. It was I, punk rock. It was pop punk rock. Yeah. You know, especially Enema of the State. Like, it was a mix between actual singing and kind of that uh, whiny pop right. punk yeah, voice. Yeah, that's what I, the whine is yeah. for you. And, but, I mean, no, he's a great musician. But, yeah, it's, it, and also, you know, I've been listening, we've been listening to that album for 20 years. Yeah. With sounding one way. Right. And so when you hear a different voice, you're like, ah, this is still fun. Yeah. You know, and of course, Mark still sings and you're watching Travis play, which is just ridiculous. Right. But um, do you ever get to see Plus 44? Yeah. I like them. They yeah. were good live. That they, really, they cool. I didn't really like them until I saw them live and I was like, oh, this is awesome. Yeah. I saw them twice, I think. Really? Yeah. Travis had a broken arm one time I saw him. He had a broken. Been, where was that at? He had a broken left arm. Is that in the venue? Oh. And so what they did is they put a pedal on his left foot that was uh. a snare sound. Oh, wow. It was a snare sample, and so he played the snare with his left That's foot. Impressive! It was really cool. It was crazy. Yeah. Well, the reason I bring this all up is because uh, Kiss was was uh, scheduled to play their last show in Salt Lake ever. Yeah. Um, Did they tomorrow? Cancel? Or or what's today? Tomorrow. Yeah. And uh, they canceled today. Really? Because uh, Gene Simmons' tongue retract. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> Uh, he didn't say, he just said he had to go get a medical procedure. He said it wasn't serious, but, uh, he had to get it done right now. It says postponed on the... Yeah, the, they said they'll come back, but regardless, you know, you never know, you know, if they will or, or, true. or what. And, um, but then I got to thinking about Kiss cause they, to my understanding, they still dress up Oh yeah, in Kiss gear. Yes. Okay. So why does this have to be the last Kiss tour ever? <laughs> why can't there just be a different iteration of Kiss? You know, there's a different James Bond every 10 years. Why can't we have a different Kiss that you know, comes out dressed up like Gene Simmons and everybody every couple of years? I have talked about this at length with my mom. Really? Because when you see like you see so I think it was we were I think my, I was at their house and they were watching a singing show like uh-huh. uh, uh, The Voice or something. Right. And I'm like, if these guys can sing it as well, right? why do we pay hundreds of dollars in tickets to see the actual person <laughs> when, the, when the other person can sing it just as well? Right. And it's, obviously it's because there's something more to it that you can't really articulate. Right. It's the intangible of seeing the star. Yeah. And that's, but I think that's the difference, though, is because Kiss dresses up like they yeah. do, I think you could pull it off with them because 
if, if, if you'd never seen a, an actual picture of Gene Simmons, you wouldn't actually know what he looks like. Right. You know no, what I mean? You would not, yeah. <laughs> and you know what? You could even you could not even tell people. I know. And they could just take royalties. Right? Yeah. That's what I mean. They just <laughs> they just start up a... 50 years from now, people are like, something's hinky. <laughs> How is Gene Simmons still alive and rocking so hard? Like the, like He's the got blue... the body of a 20-year-old. That's what's brilliant about the Blue Man Group. I know, right? Yeah. And Slipknot. You know, like, oh yeah, yeah, they do the same thing. You never and, know uh, if these guys change out. The the monkeys, although the gorillas, the you gorillas, mean. Like the sorry, monkeys, not the sixties band. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry, the gorillas. Although I I looked up a video of them live, and they they just come out and play. Right. They yeah. actually, but I don't think they did at the beginning. There's a reason that, was... that they they do not look like rock stars <laughs> at all. <laughs> You're like, oh yeah, but there is. It's, it's like I'm talking about with Lil Wayne. There was something weird. And just kind of cool yeah, about seeing. But you could you could audition. You could find like uh, Queen. Queen replaced Adam Lambert with the uh, with the uh, Adam Lambert. Right. And um, oh, um, stained. Here <laughs> <Beard> to <of> stained. <laughs> um, it wasn't stained. Who was it? Was going to replace uh, their singer with uh, Daughtry. Uh, uh, Allison Chains. No, no, it was one. Of, it might have been. It might have been lit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's an inside joke there. Oh, um, Chris Daughtry. Oh, it's driving me. You, did Did you figure it out? Um, I'm. Lo- I just. Yeah. <laughs> just trying to Google it. It was here. a song that he played. It was one of the songs. Oh, oh. Uh, that's the bleeding in my my bleeding in my hands in my hands again. Do you know what I'm talking about? Um, it sounds. Let's look. I, I, we'll find it here. Fuel. Fuel. Yeah. That's right. But he opted to do his own thing, which whatever. He, he had success. He's an American Idol kid. But I'm just saying that there are people that are just as magnanimous and exciting that it's not like you have to have, take the only person that sounds like Gene. You, you want to – there's got to be hundreds of people that sound exactly like Gene Simmons. Yeah, he's nothing special. Right. The thing, right. yeah, the thing that made Kiss was their stage right. performance, right. their outfits, his just, tongue. They can just go start a Vegas show, right? <laughs> yes, yeah. Like that's what I would do. They'd make some serious royalties. <laughs> yeah, for real, man. Yeah, I, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna, you know, what? I'm gonna call up Gene tonight and suggest it. And be like, hey, listen, man. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, yeah. I mean, concerts are weird. Like when you start to think about them in almost like an anthropological way, right? You know, like we pay money to see a dude. Who sang and recorded on an album? Right. We want to see him play that in person. <laughs> we want to hear it worse than it sounds. Right. <laughs> we want to see him because there's it's never in history have I been like, oh, this is way better than the recording. <laughs> right. No, I, I've never been to a show no. and thought that because no. I've had I've had shows turn me on to bands. Oh yeah, for sure. But that didn't, definitely didn't sound better. No, never. They never. No one ever sounds better live. It's just. That's not possible right. because of all the tuning and the right. the background stuff that you hear and just the levels yeah, and dynamics and everything. Yeah, it, it's weird. I mean, I, I mean, like seeing bands live more than no, I do. I love it, and yeah. I love playing concerts. I yeah. love playing shows. It's just a weird thing that happens. It's yeah. a weird thing in our society. Same with like stand up. Right, you know? that's true. We all go to this place because we want to make we want someone to make us laugh. Right, like. Please make me laugh. Please. My, I'm so miserable out there. <laughs> I really just need to laugh. You know? It's it's really weird. You know? Oh, 
no so, wonder aliens haven't come and visit us yet. <laughs> Those guys are so, weird, man. They have guys on a stage with, with ten thousand people playing, watching them. some kind of a stringed. <laughs> And, you know, it sounds good, but then they, like, distort it. <laughs> yeah, it sounds very clean, and then they hit something with their foot. And then it's like, whoa. Yeah. <laughs> no, just I'm just I love distorted guitars. Just, yeah. I'm just saying. Yeah. Anyway, um, do you have anything else? Because I've got one more thing. No, go ahead. Um, in the past, um, we had when we had Chris on, I believe we talked about this, mm-hmm. uh, baseball. Yes. And why... Um, why they still have umpires calling strikes behind yes, the plate. because the strike zone is called immediately right. on the camera. On the TV. Yeah. Well, announced last week, uh, oh. robot umpires well, are going to be calling strikes in one of the Major League Baseball's minor league systems. Wow, they're testing it. They're going to test it for 3 years, I guess, and see how it turns out. And um It's the same reason as the concert, man. It's the same reason that we, we want the human in there. Yeah. You know, it re- like uh yeah. There's something about it. There's something about having a guy that's in control but that he's, can he's, that can make you happy but, and piss you off. <laughs> right? But he's still going to be back there. He's okay. going to have um an an earbud connected to an iPhone that's connected to a radar system. Why doesn't it just say strike over the PA system? I don't know. That'd be weird because because, <laughs> because like you just said, you want to hear the different strike, yes. strike, strike, strike. It's an art form. <laughs> Speaking of art forms at stadiums, have you ever ha- been to a live show and heard the people who beer here, you know, get your beer here? Mm. Uh, like the variety, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> this guy, the last Rangers game I went to, he got down to the very end, and it's just quiet, and he just goes, "Bear!" <laughs> <laughs> it scared me. What the hell? <laughs> he was so pissed that he hadn't sold out yet. <laughs> It's like, dude. It's like right before the national anthem starts. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> he probably sells outsells oh, everyone. Probably. Probably. <laughs> oh man. That's awesome. <laughs> but anyway, so that'll be fun for baseball. I'm glad that's happening. I think that'll be uh that'll be good. If you want to read more about it, just Google robot umpires hmm. calling strikes and I can't remember what league it is, but it's in the MLB system. It's gonna be interesting. Yeah. It starts to happen. Same with tennis. You know, tennis, they can't see line calls like immediately. Mm-hmm. It takes a few seconds. But part of me's like, you speed up that process. Why not just get every call right? Yeah, I agree. Well, you know, these guys are. That's, and that's where it gets tricky. Like in baseball, with calling strikes, I think that it's fast enough that it's not that big of a deal. Right. All, tennis, uh, it would slow tennis down. Right. It would have to be instant. Well, football is getting ridiculous. Yeah. And even baseball. They have instant replay, or they they are allowed so many, and they're allowed even more in the World Series. Right. So it's like it messes with the flow, especially in flow sports like football and basketball, where there's like, a, yeah. a defined flow to the game. I, I went to a BYU game a couple of years ago, BYU Utah game, and oh my, God, as a fan or no, I wasn't really a fan. I was just, oh, it's just <laughs> as a viewer, a spectator. Yeah, I was like, come on, yeah. stop throwing that flag. Yeah. You know what I want to do, real quick. And then we'll then we'll be done. I want to make a shirt. Okay. Now I'm gonna I want to do this for all the 
the uh, rivalry teams out there. But yeah. you know, BYU and Utah have a li- rival. Riv- it's not even really a rivalry anymore. That's but yes. a that's a hard word. Rivalry. <laughs> Uh, and their colors are blue. BYU's are blue. Uh, Utah's are red. I want to make a purple shirt that's like that just says whomever, <laughs> <laughs> and has like both their mascots with their shoulders shrugging yeah. or something like. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> to whom it may concern for that, for that fan that that goes and. You know, they want to see the game, but they don't really care who wins. <laughs> I'm going to start bringing those when I go to baseball games out of state and just blend the colors like, eh, whoever. <laughs> or or wear the hat of one team and a shirt of the other. Yeah. Like, who are you rooting for? It doesn't matter. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> whoever, whoever gets there. <laughs> anyway. Um, so, sports. Uh, since we're talking about sports, I learned at a really young age that I was bad at sports. Uh-huh. Did you did you play sports growing up? I played one season at junior jazz. <laughs> I did pretty well, but the, I really just liked playing with my friends more. The Jazz were on an episode of The Simpsons that I saw today. <laughs> the Utah Jazz. <laughs> That's awesome. Anyway. Um, so I found out really young that I was bad at sports, and the reason I found out is because on the baseball team that I was on, uh, I got put in the outfield. Mm. And for those of you that have little kids that are playing baseball and the coach puts them in the outfield, just so you know, your kid is not good at sports <laughs> because nothing ever comes out to the outfield in Little League. And if it does, then all you, you don't catch it. You just run up to it and try to lob it the best you can. Okay? Yeah. Um, luckily, my dad <laughs> became the coach <laughs> of one of my teams. And uh, I got to play second base. And um, I definitely should have been there. Shouldn't have been there because I <laughs> definitely got hit in the balls a couple times. Got a bad bounce. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so all I'm saying is if your kids are if, – if you go to their game next next summer and you see that the coach has put them in the outfield, go home, buy them a laptop, <laughs> and and teach them programming. Teach them how to code. <laughs> because they they are not going to excel at sports. <laughs> Period. All right. <laughs> you know, Johnny, I just don't think this is for you. Yeah. <laughs> and that's just the more you know, you know. <laughs> oh, right on. That was a fun show. Thanks for being here for everybody. Find us at the Yard Take Pod on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. We also have a website, theartakepodcast.com, where you can drop us a line, listen to every episode, shop, do what have you. Uh, for episode 67, I'm Brian. I am Spencer. We'll see you next time. <laughs>